Welcome to the Non-Religious Spirituality Podcast with Jim Palmer. Explore the universal significance of spirituality beyond traditional religious dogma and doctrines. Jim is a founder of the Center for Non-Religious Spirituality, where you can find community, resources, online courses, and more. Go to www.nonreligiousspirituality.com to learn more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Non-Religious Spirituality Podcast with Jim Palmer. I hope you're having a good morning or afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world. The fun fact of the day is you can thank Alex. You can thank Alex. Now, Alex died suddenly at the age of 31, which was half of his expected lifespan. But let me tell you a little bit about Alex. Alex mastered a vocabulary of hundreds of words. He understood the categories of same and different in number, color, and shape. He could look at a tray holding an array of objects of various colors and materials and say how many there were of a certain type. Alex could use numbers to answer questions about addition, his knowledge of abstract concepts, including a zero-like concept, and his capacity to figure out the meaning of a number label from its position in the number line. Alex could not only comprehend words, he could use them to talk back with cogency, intelligence, and perhaps even feeling. In fact, the final words of Alex before he passed away were, you be good, see you tomorrow, I love you. What was Alex? Well, Alex was a bird. He was an African gray parrot. And what we learned from Alex is that birds appear to have intellectual abilities rivaling those of primates. So, you know, for a very long time, the knock on birds has been that they're stupid, right? Like, they fly into windows, they peck at their reflections, they buzz into power lines, they blunder into extinction. We use the word bird brain to describe a person who's exhibiting low intelligence. I mean, our language reflects our disrespect. Something worthless or unappealing is, we say, for the birds. But thanks to Alex, we know that that's not true. And this is research that is presented in Jennifer Ackerman's book, The Genius of Birds. And according to this revolutionary new research that she has done, some birds rival primates and even humans in their remarkable forms of intelligence. So, I certainly want to recommend the book. It's a New York Times bestseller. I've read it. I really enjoyed it. The Genius of Birds by Jennifer Ackerman. And there you go. That is the fun fact of the day. Now, I've had a lot of people contact me about the Center for Non-Religious Spirituality, and in particular, 
this spiritual director training and certification course. So I wanted to do a brief podcast to address this. And let me begin by saying that I left religion 23 years ago. This was following a superstar Christian mega pastor career. My upstanding seminary certified evangelical theology wasn't working. It wasn't working in the sea of faces I stood before every Sunday so confidently proclaiming the correct answers about God. And then one day in a rare moment of brutal self-honesty, I realized it wasn't working for me either. And so I left. As in adios, sayonara, I'm out. I pulled a Forrest Gump. I'm pretty tired. I think I'll go home now. And I did. So I left. Somewhere back there in that auditorium, under all those bright lights, I left my lifelong identity as a Christian. I left my Christian theology. I left my belief system that contained all the answers to all the most important questions. I left my career and income. I left my social network. I left everything familiar to me. I left God. Or at least the God that I had learned in my classes at seminary. So I left. I walked away from all of it. And when I left religion, that was back in 2002 and 2003, during that time, I had to stumble forward and figure things out myself. I mean, I'm I'm not complaining. It's just the way it was back then. Religious deconstruction and reconstruction wasn't on the radar. Religious trauma syndrome wasn't even a thing yet. And then I discovered it was a thing. It was a thing in my own experience, as well as the experience of the countless people who started contacting me after my first book about leaving religion and what to do. So I did begin doing research at that point. It was all the way back in 2003. You might ask, well, what research are we talking about? Well, I recently estimated that the number of hours I've worked with people in their religious deconstruction and reconstruction is about 40,000 hours. And over the course of those 40,000 hours, I learned some things. I started documenting documenting these discoveries in notes and records and files that I kept. In time, I began seeing these commonalities and patterns, the mental and emotional factors involved and relational factors in leaving religion. I discovered there was knowledge about this that could be organized. There were symptoms and solutions to religious trauma. There were steps and tools that were useful, a process that could be worked. And about 20,000 hours into this, I realized that I was going to have to train other people to do this work.
so I traveled across the country, met with counseling associations to discuss my experiences and discoveries from working with people who were damaged through their ties to toxic, toxic religion. And at the time, counselors and therapists were hesitant to, hesitant to address topics of God and religion with patients or clients. So eventually I founded the Center for Non-Religious Spirituality and through that I started training people with the knowledge, tools, and expertise to support and guide other people in the process of deconstruction and reconstruction, healing and recovering from toxic religious indoctrination. And then the cultivation of an authentic, meaningful, healthy, and liberating post-religion spirituality. And I remember many instances because I have some shared endeavors with the American Humanist Association and the American Atheist Association, but I did learn in some of my contacts with people that the word even spiritual spirituality is a little suspect to the extent that it might evoke ideas of supernaturalism or God. But one of the convictions of the Center for Non-Religious Spirituality is that spirituality is universally relevant and significant to all people. It doesn't require a belief in God or any particular religious belief system and that spirituality is central to cultivating individual, collective, and planetary well-being. So I started training people to do this. And so the spiritual direction training and certification that I'm leading here starting the end of this month that essentially trains and equips and certifies people to do faith transition coaching, deconstruction and reconstruction guidance, religious trauma recovery work, and spiritually mentoring in the space of non-religious spirituality. And so I just wanted to drop a quick podcast. I'll throw some more information in the notes on this podcast. But enrollment, the deadline is October 20th. So it's later this week. So if you have an interest in this, you can check out the notes that you will find with this podcast. The training is an 18-month certification course. It's broken down into three modules each that are six months long. In module one, we build a spiritual director foundation. This covers what spiritual direction is and what it isn't. It explores the space of non-religious spirituality. It unpacks religious trauma syndrome and looks at some different methodologies for addressing this. Then in module two, we begin to develop some skills and tools for non-religious spiritual direction. And we explore many kinds of spirituality frameworks, Eastern spirituality, the wisdom traditions, the sciences, philosophy, indigenous spirituality, psychology, the arts, body work, process thinking, feminist theology, atheism, and the secular outlook, dream work. I mean, these are some of the areas that we cover in the space of non-religious spirituality. 
And in module two, we also talk about uh, the skills and tools that one uses in working with people who are cultivating a post-religion spirituality. And I'd say that one of the focal points of this particular training is that we do unpack the dynamics of religious trauma syndrome. We look at the spectrum of spiritual abuse and toxic religious experience. We do discuss healing and recovering uh, the healing and recovery process from religious trauma. We talk about the spiritual director as sort of co-creating and companioning a person through their deconstruction process. And we do some intersectionality work because leaving religion is different depending on if you're male or female, whether you're African-American or Caucasian, whether you're American or you're German. Uh, there's all kinds of different, whether you're uh, LBGTQ community that you were connected to, um, there's a, a, a very expansive sort of intersectionality that we take into consideration when we talk about spiritual direction. And then the last module is how to build a spiritual direction practice. Like if you want to develop this as a career what would it look like for you to be able to do this? So those are three modules that I cover in this training. And then, of course, you will receive a certification, um, which is the CSD, a Certified Spiritual Director, which lets people know that you've got the proper training to um, work with people in this area of spiritual direction and religious trauma recovery and deconstruction reconstruction and the cultivation of a vibrant post-religion spirituality. So, there you go. I think I answered maybe most of the questions about this, but I'll drop some content in the notes so that you can find out how the, uh, you can learn more about that training course. Okay, that's it for now. Hope everybody has a good afternoon. Um, as you come across some birds, try not to judge them as being stupid and ignorant, but remember Alex and consider the possibility that our bird friends are much more intelligent than perhaps we might have thought and maybe this can change our perception and how we talk about and how we relate to our feathered friends. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Visit nonreligiousspirituality.com to find community, resources, and more.